Blog Talk Radio. Savage Radio is on the air for Sunday, February 26, 2012. This is Status Sunday. I'm John Corey. Welcome to the show. Um, You know, we got a mixed bag to talk about today. Spring training has officially started in Major League Baseball. All the teams have, have arrived. All the teams that matter, at least, have arrived and checked in. And after today, they will all have had their first workouts. Um, You have NBA All-Star Weekend going on. Last night wasn't very exciting at all. You had UFC last night. I don't know if I'll get into too much, but there were some good fights and some news that came out of that of that card. And just a whole lot more to get to. We're going to start this weekend and this Sunday with the, uh, the Ryan Braun situation. As you all know by now, in October, Ryan Braun took a drug test tested positive for high levels of testosterone, if I can say it correctly. Um, at that point, he appealed. And if, on Friday, we got the appeal results. And as it turned out, essentially, he wasn't found innocent. He was found not guilty. Um, the tester instead of going through the protocol of taking the test and then shipping it out via FedEx, which is a whole other problem in itself. I understand protocol. You know, uh, most of your jobs are about protocol. Most of life is about protocol. You know, there's very few people that have to adhere to a certain protocol whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's on the road, there's protocol for everything. And if you want to say that Major League Baseball's protocol is incorrect, I would agree. I understand that, you know, you take the test, it gets triple sealed in a a Tupperware case, and then it gets shipped out in a a cool, dry area. It's still changing hands. It's still getting shipped out via FedEx. Now, I'm not saying that a a FedEx worker is going to go in and start, you know, tampering with drug tests. But you do leave that possibility out there. And if Major League Baseball is going to test people, then Major League Baseball, I understand they want to send all the tests to Montreal. It's probably cost-effective, so on and so forth. But if they really want to do the test correctly, they need the test. Every team, you know, obviously you don't tell them when. But you do the test, and then you get the results in the same city the test is in. Enough of this trusting a guy to ship it out via FedEx and trust another guy and then have another guy touch it. There's already too many hands touching the package. And it might not be relevant to the Ryan Braun case, but, you know, when you have situations like this, when protocol gets breached, 
this particular situation leaves a lot of questions. You know, obviously there was rumors that he had an STD, namely herpes, and he was taking medication for the herpes and it raised his testosterone. I'm a very fortunate individual to not have experience in to how to treat herpes. And I don't know if it raises testosterone. I, I don't know. I don't know what it does. But, you know, I mean, there, there's been no rumors, uh, at least up until after the, the test results. It, it's almost like somebody put out the herpes thing to to calm down the steroid thing. Uh, the best point I heard all weekend was public outcry wouldn't be as significant if he actually tested positive for herpes and he was taking the medication for it. I'm not buying that at all. I think that if you're a fan of a guy, if you know about his situation, I think that you would rather hear he did steroids than get herpes. That's just me. But at least if he was doing the herpes medication and raised testosterone, you know, it would make the people that love baseball relax a little bit. You know, here's not another guy juicing. The, the fact of the matter is, there was no herpes medication. Ryan Braun has come out and said he's never done anything and taken anything to raise his testosterone. I call bullshit on that. The only reason why he's not being suspended for 50 games is because of a protocol error. And that's what Major League Baseball has to correct. Their protocol in the situation was terrible. You know, let alone a guy bringing his son. I understand as a father wanting to bring your kids to a baseball game. And for this gentleman in particular, he gets to bring his kid inside a locker room and meet some of the players. Isn't it a little bit odd that your drug tester has his kid there with him? Hi, how you doing? Um, go pee in this cup and here's my son. Isn't that a little bit awkward? Don't you think that guy has to be questioned? I'm not going to mention his name. You know, a lot of people have mentioned his name. And remember, we are the least listened to radio show on the planet. But even if the two people that listen to this show put more information out there, it's not going to help the circumstance. I, I just, Major League Baseball protocol has a significant issue. But Ryan Braun also has a, a significant issue. I tend to believe just common sense that he took something. I don't know what he took. Obviously, it's something that he put his testosterone level in the 20s, and it's only supposed to be four, around four for men. That's That's crazy. And, you know, all this talk, well, Ryan Braun's a hard worker, and you should see him in the gym. Hell, yeah, you should see him in the gym. His testosterone level is five times the amount of mine. Which, you know, I'm not working out too much these days, but you get my point. If Major League Baseball is going to be serious about this testing, and they clearly have, they've clearly put things into place, that I don't know how to word it. They they put things into place that 
you know, it's making it more difficult for players to juice and take stuff over the counter. And really, the players need to pay attention to what they're taking now. And it's clear that Ryan Braun either didn't care, didn't pay attention, or he just said, screw it, I'll get around the test. With all the masking agents in the world, you know, that, that's, if you have an inkling when you're going to get tested, the masking agents apparently are so good, it doesn't matter when you get tested. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I believe Ryan Braun juiced. Obviously not steroids, but he did something. Uh, If you have an opinion on this, call in at 805-830-8359. That's 805-830-8359 to call into the show. I just don't think Major League Baseball can continue with the same protocol. To have a guy, like say I want to bring my oldest son to a baseball field, but my job is to bring cups, have guys pee and say cups, but, uh, excuse me, can you give my son an autograph after you pee in the cup? God, it just seems odd and awkward to me. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, the bottom line is Major League Baseball is pretty upset with, with the overturn by the arbitrator. And the one thing you need to know about the arbitration process, there's three votes, but the reason why the vote was two to one is because the Major League side is a vote, the player side is a vote. So there's your one-one right there. And then the arbitrator himself has the, the final vote. So it's really only one vote in the arbitration process. And in a lot of cases, you could say it's a a subjective process. There's things about this case that, you know, don't make any sense. You know, the arbitrator overturned the suspension for the protocol error, but here are the facts. The package was still triple sealed like it's supposed to. It was left in a cool, dry area as it was supposed to. Um, The sample, there was no ill effects from it being gone over the weekend in the sample. And maybe I'm missing something here, but FedEx doesn't deliver too much on Saturday. Wouldn't have this sample had been left over the weekend anyway? It may have been left in a FedEx warehouse somewhere, for all we know, over the weekend. Are you telling me simply because he didn't give it to FedEx, the protocol was breached? I guess you, I guess you could say that. I mean, clearly the gentleman didn't do his proper protocol and get the sample and go. But what's the difference between it sitting on his desk and sitting in a FedEx warehouse or on a FedEx truck. Now, FedEx has all kinds of different shipping methods. They have they have um, they have FedEx Custom, which is a climate-controlled vehicle. It very well could have been put on that. But either way, it would have been it would have been the entire weekend. So, what is the difference? As long as the sample wasn't, you know, the sample wasn't breached. The lab that does the testing 
there was no breach in the sample. There was no problem with the sample. So let's call it as it is. Ryan Braun took something. Ryan Braun is guilty. Ryan Braun should be suspended for 50 games. But Ryan Braun had a good attorney. And Ryan Braun's attorney found the loophole. And that's what attorneys are supposed to do. And that's why attorneys are hated. But he did right by his client. And Ryan Braun's going to play the whole season. Now, I'm going to say here on February 26th, karma's going to get Ryan Braun one way or the other. Either he's not going to have the season he normally does, and I understand you can attribute that to Prince Fielder being gone, but karma's going to get him. He's either going to get injured, his numbers are going to be down, something's going to happen that he's not going to have the type of year he had last year. It's just the way of the world. You know, if you think about your own lives, karma seems to bite you whenever it can. Uh, once again, the number to talk about this is 805-830-8359 if you want to call into the show. Um, we'll move on off Ryan Braun. As I mentioned at the top, I did the uh, Mets spring training preview on Friday night. Hope you all listened to that. I'm a Mets fan. I'm going to tend to lean more toward Met-type shows. I think as the summer goes on, I might do just a, a broad major league show. I mean, there's a lot of different ways we can go with this format. But around baseball, there's really not much else to talk about. The camps are just getting in the swing now. You know, there's been no real issues to speak of. And... You know, you know, Bobby Valentine. The, the biggest story I saw in baseball yesterday was Bobby Valentine banned alcohol in the Red Sox clubhouse. Yippee. Did he ban um, weird mustaches and funny disguises from the clubhouse too? You know, Alex Rodriguez had a press conference making light of the fact that he got put in the eighth spot a few years back in the playoffs. That's really it. Uh, you know, we just shipped to the NBA. The NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, they had All-Star Saturday night last night. It really nearly put me to sleep. You know, the Shooting Stars contest was boring as heck. I'm glad New York won. You know, Allen Houston looks like he can get open and still bang threes down. If I were Landry Fields, I might watch my job. They might bring Allen in. You know, but the skills challenge, I mean, it just looked to me in the skills challenge. They weren't even really trying as hard as they can. Which is the problem with All-Star Saturday night. You know, three-point contest. The three-point contest has really turned into the highlight of All-Star Saturday Night, which is crazy because years ago, it would be get the boring three-point contest out of the way so we could see Vince Carter kill the slam dunk contest. Now it's, you know, the three-point contest has the stars. The three-point contest has the drama, so to speak. 
and the excitement, and then the slam dunk contest comes along and puts you to sleep. I didn't think the dunks last night were anything we haven't seen before or anything we even care about. The problem is we can't get behind the players in the contest. I mean, if you look at the players in the contest, Chase Bunninger, he jumped over P. Diddy. Great. So what? You know, Derek Williams, Paul George, Jeremy Evans. I mean, their lineup needs to be Dwight Howard, LeBron James. You know, those are the guys that need to be in the slam dunk contest. You know, think about Dwight Howard versus LeBron James in the slam dunk contest in Orlando last night. The crowd would have been off the hook. I would have been glued on my TV. But instead we get Chase Bunninger. If I had a cricket sound effect, I'd play it right now. But the All-Star Games tonight, you know, you had the Rising Star Challenge on Friday night. Kyrie Irving killed that. I believe it was 8 of 8 from 3. Watch a little bit of that. But NBA All-Star Weekend, you know, most all-star games nowadays have turned into crap. Unfortunately, the, the players don't want to get hurt in the all-star game. At least I'm assuming that. They don't seem to care like the players 15, 20 years ago did. And because of that, these all-star games have really just lacked in, in you know, much-watched TV material. You know, the All-Star game is going to be on tonight. And it's not like I'm going to be sitting here watching the Oscars, because believe me, I'm not. But will I turn on the All-Star game from time to time? Yeah, I might check it out between commercials and something else. But I'm sure I'll be doing something else tonight and not watching that. You know, there's some other things going on. You know, you, you, move, you move into the hockey. Yeah, I said hockey. I might even give it more than 30 seconds. The trade deadline's coming up in the NHL, and, and there's a lot of rumors about Rick Natch. And there's a lot of Ranger fans, at least from what I hear on the radio and from what I see in the newspapers and stuff like that, that the Ranger fans don't really want Rick Nash. You know, Ranger fans don't want to jeopardize the, the future. You know, it's a it's a tough decision. You know, the Rangers appear, I'm not a hockey expert, but the Rangers appear to have a lot of good young talent. I mean, they clearly do because they're number one in points in the East. And they're only two points behind Vancouver and one point behind Detroit for the most points in the NHL. They clearly have all the talent that a team can ask for. Most of it's young. It, but there's one player, if you give up three of your young players, they get this one score. Is that going to put you over the top? Boy, I don't know. If I were the Rangers... I would stay put. I would stay status quo. You know, just 
logic and knowledge of sports tells me the team has been successful as they are. I understand the playoffs are a whole different beast, but you have the guy that's going to lead you to the promised land in the playoffs. King Hendrick, who announced the other day that he's going to be a father, but King Hendrick is the guy that you want in goal going into the playoffs. He's one of those goaltenders that can lead you all the way through. Do you need offensive firepower to make it through as well? Yeah. But the offense in the playoffs is really at a premium. And if I'm the Rangers, I would keep this team as it is. I wouldn't tweak it right now. I wouldn't put yourself in a situation where you have guys that need to learn other guys. You know, with this current Rangers team, you can really just move some parts around and maybe get some things running better. I would not go get the big-ticket item. The NHL salary cap is horrendously low. It, it appears it's going to get lower next year. I did a little research. See that? But if I'm the New York Rangers, I stay put. The team has played too well. I understand they hit a rough patch. And in New York, if you hit a rough patch, the fans panic. And because the fans are panicking, I would say more fans right now are saying they should go get Nash. I would stay put. They're having a good season. I understand that the doubles are on fire. I understand that you're fighting for your life. When it comes to turning the, the tide right now, you're struggling. You had a nice overtime win last night against the Sabres. Callahan scored his 100 goal to win it in overtime. But I would keep the team as is. You know, going around the NHL, I can't. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I, I know about the Rangers because they're vocal. I can look at the standings and tell you that, you know, things are tight in the Central Division and the Western Conference. You know, the Red Wings and the Blues, two points separate them. You know, Vancouver's run away with the Northwest. Phoenix, San Jose, Dallas, and Los Angeles are all tightly bunched in the Pacific. But the New York Rangers, I would stay put. I would try to, to fix the issues you have now. If you want to bring up a guy that's going to stir some stuff up, and, and he might even give the team a boost. You have Sean Avery just wasting away up in Hartford. And if you want to really give the team a boost, he might be the guy you call up. You know, the, the NBA will begin the second half of the season starting Tuesday night. And if you look at the standings, you know, the Knicks had a tough time in Miami the other night. Uh, Linsanity is, you know, hopefully between the drubbing on Thursday and then All-Star Weekend, you hope now we move on to the next cycle of things in the NBA. You hope that when Sanity calms down and, and the Knicks can just play basketball. You know that because of his ethnic, uh, ethnic background and everything else, you're going to get more fans and you're going to get more Knicks fans at the game because of him. But hopefully now the Knicks can turn this and make it just about basketball. 
the Knicks are right there where they can jump up and win the Atlantic Division. And if the Knicks ever did that and got the three seed, at the same time, you know, they have a tough schedule in the second half. I'm not going to document it today. But just next week alone, you know, the Knicks next week have one game. They have a lot of chance for some practice time. They have a lot of chance to get acquainted with each other. And they can really get a ton of rest. I mean, this team, they played Thursday in Miami. They're going to play one game in the next 10 days. From Thursday until next Sunday, they're going to play one game. They need to rest. They need to get practice time. They need to get the guys acquainted and comfortable with one another. And look for the Knicks. I look for the Knicks to, to make a good run. I think the Knicks will go around. I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks went around 19 and 12 in the next 31 games. I believe they have 31 games left. Yep, they have 31 games left. So 19 and 12 seems about right to me. Um, other things going on today is the Daytona 500. Effectively, for that start at noon on uh, Fox 5. You know, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'll watch it out more than I'll watch the NBA All-Star game. I might even watch more hockey tonight than I watch the All-Star game. I don't ever watch hockey. Yeah, but really, that for this time of year, that's about it. You know, and for the Miami Hurricanes fans, Florida State, Miami, men's basketball playing 6 p.m. on ESPNU, just letting you know. The U on the U. It's about right. But I'm going to wrap the show up with that. Um, my thanks to the uh, – never mind, there was no callers. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next weekend with another edition of Status Sunday. Uh, March 9th will be the next edition of the Mets Spring Training Report. Remember, Thursday, March 1st, Thursday, you can access every episode of the show, whether it was the NFL preview shows, the post-game shows, uh, just the random shows. Anything you want to listen to from the Status Radio Network will be on iTunes beginning Thursday, March 1st. So if you have the ability to get iTunes or if you have iTunes already, Maybe check it out. Maybe tell some people about it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, John underscore Corey, C-O-R-R-I-E. You can check out the show page on Facebook. It's uh, Status Radio on, on Facebook. You can email the show, statusradio at gmail.com. Don't forget, Thursday iTunes, everything you get from from this network on iTunes on Thursday. And I'm going to wrap it up with that. 
thanks for listening. As always, uh, I'm John Corey. This has been Status Sunday on Status Radio. Have a good week.